Growth Mindset Guru. I help people articulate what they want, design a plan for them on how to get there, and then hold them accountable. My podcast, just another way of getting you to open up to yourself of what you really want to have. Well, hello, Ron. Good afternoon, Mr. Ware. How are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Another um, Parallelized Thinking uh, podcast opportunity. And I'm the Growth Mindset Guru, so you can find me on all the regular channels. Absolutely. We do this as a collaboration and have been doing it since the middle of the pandemic. Um, This series, though, is getting a lot of love from leaders and future leaders. So Mm -hmm. I I want to give a shout out to everyone who is listening because we we do try to make it entertaining, but we break down some pretty heady topics from John Maxwell. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, today we're going to talk about the law of respect. Law of respect. I I had no idea there was anything, you know, law giving or or law breaking with regard to respect. Um, But we do now, and I'm going to offer a... A freebie to anyone who can guess who we're going to describe first in this chapter. Um, But let's break down the law of respect just a little bit. Yes. Uh, People naturally follow leaders stronger than themselves. That's the premise. Mm -hmm. But most people are sheep. So they're, they're the followers, and there are a lot more followers than there are leaders. Thank God, because, you know, we really need... We need leaders and we need good leaders. And, you know, followers, you know, I've, I've often heard, and this is kind of a military concept, I've often heard in order to be a good leader, you've got to be a good follower first. I agree. And, I, but I, and we've talked about earlier, leadership is learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're reiterating that. But, we're, but the reason so many people are sheep is because um, they're afraid of taking chances on it. Yeah. Because when you take a chance, you run the risk of shame and blame. Right. And a lot of people are going to run as fast as they can away from that. So uh, here's, 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 here's the contest. I'm going to describe a person, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to give my uh, updated productivity sheets, my daily and my weeklies, to anyone who drops a DM that they know, that they know the answer, but you get about a minute to guess. So she stood a little over five foot tall. She was in her late 30s. She had never learned how to read or write. She, wore, she also wore ragtag clothing. Mm. Um, she smiled, but she was missing her two top front teeth. Um, so she abandoned her husband when she was 29 for very good reasons, but we were not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, her employment was erratic. By erratic, it means that she would work really hard when she had a job, mm-hmm. but she would just leave every spring and fall, come back broke. But then she start the process start, all over again. Right. Um, she would spontaneously fall asleep because of a uh, tragic accident she had when she in her teens. Yeah, she got a, had a head trauma. Uh, has anyone guessed? Uh, the woman's name was Harriet Tubman. And, Great uh, Harriet Tubman. Right. Um, she, she was basically one of the queens of the Underground Railroad. Yes, she was. 
Next, she was a conductor, wasn't she? Uh, she was a conductor. Was conductor. She t- she went back down. She got she got most of her family out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story goes that she never lost anyone, although there are a couple different versions of that. Yeah, but uh, well, she certainly ne- ne- never let anyone quit. That was well. That was what you know made her. But who she was. But art. Two two reasons. She didn't let anyone quit because of their needs and her. And right, and the organiz- and the organization's needs. Yes, yes. Because if someone got caught, they were gonna be beaten and until they tortured. Gave, until and they gave it up, all kind of stuff happened to them until they physically couldn't take it. They have to squeal. All told, she got out more than three hundred people. 19, I just think that's amazing. Nineteen trips. That's amazing. Brave, brave, and amazing. Now, if you think back to the eighteen sixties. Uh, some of the local landowners, for want of a better word, uh, being being socially accepted here in, in America right now, uh, they put a $12,000 bounty on her head, yeah. which would be half a million dollars yeah, today. At least, yeah. So what happens after you do that for enough years? You are a leader by fact and by action. That's it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a profile. The natural consequence yeah. is that people started asking her to speak. People started asking her to meet with uh, secretaries of state. People started. Uh, she started meeting other famous people. She met uh, Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. John Brown. She 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 just had really an amazing amazing amount of respect. Right. That was earned by her accomplishments over a long period of time. Yes. So here's your here's your, here's your test of leadership art. Mm-hmm. And this is John Maxwell's pre, prime premise for the chapter. He says the reason is simple: people naturally follow leaders stronger than themselves. Yes. Now, I think that this implies that smart, strong people follow stronger people. Does that make sense? Does that resonate with you, Art? Say it again, because I think I, I think I think the I think I, my answer is going to be yes, but I want you to say it again because it might be helpful not only to me but other people that might be listening. Okay, smart, <clears throat> smart, and strong people follow stronger people. So the the, the question the question is, who is, why do leaders follow stronger leaders? Well, for the same reason. That if you're the smartest person in a room, you need to find another room uh, to be a member of. Because you, for me, it's about growth. Right. And you're not going to grow unless you're challenged. And if you're not challenged, then, you know, life is not, you know, being, you know, pursued to the fullest. To look at it a different way, people who already have some level of success want that greater success and know that they're going to get it by following smarter and stronger people. That is right, that is right. But I think that there's there's a little more to it than John Maxwell uh, is, is leaving in here. And I'm wondering if an earlier edit of this chapter went something along the way of, if you're a one, you can't follow a 10. Uh, you, you kind of have to be a couple numbers away yeah. So, so if you're a, if if you've done if you have no value if you've got no 
vision. You need to find someone with a little vision right. to buy in. And those people are learning something from the fives who have already succeeded at something. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost, it's almost like process serving. Okay. You know, if you're processing and, and you're being served and you can glean and understand, then it makes sense to you. So I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that, you know, it's really hard for people who haven't achieved anything to follow great leaders, but they can follow the people who follow the great leaders. Right. And, and I call it having the distance. Because if you start on the one-yard line art, you got a long way to go and a lot of bad things can happen. But if you start following someone who's already on the 50-yard line, and line up behind him, he can take you some of the rest of the way. And then you can follow the people who are actually leading the organization. Because I think, so, I so, think it's hard. So I want to tell a story to our audience that, okay. that I witnessed. It didn't go well, but it did, it's still, there's still a story here. Um, I worked for an agency, which I, you know, I don't use any names. And I don't call any names of any politicians because I don't want you know, any repercussions for just saying the wrong things. But sure. We once had a governor recently. <laughs> in a that, state that shall not be named. That, in a state that shall not be named. <laughs> and there were people uh, ensconced, or he placed them in these agencies. Right. And basically those people were there uh, until he could get his political career of running for president and then they were going to be the, the the force that took the nation by storm and would, would be his generals. Uh, right, right. So I, we had two or three of them in, 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 in my office at sure. the time. Again, I'm not naming. So so what what is what is my point? My my point is uh, they were following uh, what they thought was a strong leader that mm -hmm. would ultimately one day become president or run for president. And ultimately, the, the fine point on this is they were hooking their uh, sales to someone that they thought was going to take flight and could take them higher. Right. Um, and it's it's interesting and it's it's not interesting in its, in, in its own way because yeah. the political intrigue of it uh, is going to be lost on a lot of people. Right. But the fact that, that people want to level up, they, they found the most powerful person they could mm -hmm. and followed them. Right. And brought other people along. Right. So, um, so it will either end up great Story to be a story for another day, mm -hmm. or it's going to end up in a series of disappointments. That's right, and there's no other way. And this is this is this is where having the mor the morality as a strong leader is essential, because even horrible people get people to follow them, Art. And uh, they they will walk them off a cliff or give them a glass of uh, Kool Aid, as the case may be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you have to be careful who you follow. We, we really do. We really do. So, and, uh, and the intentions of what they have in mind and where we want to go with them. So, so um, when, when, when you walk into a room, 
basically a new room. Mm -hmm. And you start walking around, some people are going to be presenting more powerful opinions, more forcefully, with more excitement. Those are going to be the people that are possibly become the leaders in, the, in that room, aren't mm -hmm. So um, agreed. People start people start following people that way. Right. But the messaging becomes very important uh, because if if you're if you're not honest and integrous, it's not going to last long. Well, that's the thing, you know, and you, you have to really be careful uh, if you notice that people, you know, have habits, you know, i.e. one of our governors, a few governors back, uh, <laughs> you know, was in Washington, D.C., co coverting, and we don't, we don't wanna, I don't want to recount the whole story. Right. But, you know, you have to pay attention to that if you're on the in inside looking, you know, inside circle of that. And uh, ultimately, that didn't end well. And so, you know, my point here is the leader, the strength of the leader and the longevity of the leader uh, could be two, two different things. Absolutely, and sometimes absolute power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. Yes, so uh, let's, let's switch to sports. Okay. Uh, John Wooden, one of my favorite coaches of all time. One of my favorite human beings of all time, to be honest. Uh, one of those five-star recruits came, came in to interview the program one day, and, he, and his name was Bill Walton. And Bill Walton, for anyone who's, uh, who remembers basketball, a little bit of an outlier. You know, he followed the Grateful Dead and, and all of that, and mm -hmm. he had long hair when, you know, long hair was not, considered not challenging. Not quite popular, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he also had something on his face. He had a mustache and a beard. Okay. And John Wooden had a role on his team. No facial hair. No facial hair. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, this recruit said, well, you know, I'm Phil Walton, and, you know, you want me to play on your team. And Coach Wooden just turned around and said, we'll miss you, Bill. And uh, Bill shaved his beard right away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a strong leader. Strong leader. Yeah. Because, because and, and a leader with standards, a leader with conviction that others are willing to follow. But the person following him wanted what that leader had. Exactly. So he... Gave he up of himself. He acquiesced, uh -huh. and it served him extremely well. Mm -hmm. So let's 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 talk about other jobs. I mean, so many jobs have uniforms, don't they? Military, McDonald's, um, the post office. A lot of it is. A lot of it can be branding. The okay. you know, branding is one thing. The other thing is authority. You know, you see a post oh, sure. shield right. and, a, and a uniform, there's authority that, you know, the you have to pay attention inherent, to. Inherent yeah. authority. Yes, yes. Um, but that creates a little bit of a teamwork effect as well. Right. So um, let's talk about um, natural leadership ability. Natural leadership ability. Okay. All leaders are not created equal. Nope. We've already talked about nope. When people respect you as a person, they admire you. When they Correct. respect you as a friend, they love you. Right. When they respect you as a leader, they follow you. They follow you, yeah. That's leadership potential, in a nutshell. Yes. Respect for others. 
Um, I think it's a two-way street. I, I, I don't think that over, over long term, if you don't respect the people above you and below you, that you're actually, that, that there's going to be a lid on your leadership. Well, the, the thing about respect is, you know, if you certainly carry yourself a certain way, that's one thing. Yep. Uh, if you have an office, meaning sure. like you're president, Stature. mayor, sure. or police chief, or, you know. A podium. Yeah. Or, yeah. or pastor, or right. anybody like sure. that, then, you know, the respect. Uh, is also a shared kind of a respect. I mean, you know, they respect you, but they also respect the, the position. authority and the position yep. that we're in. I see that. Uh, so, so the other thing with, with respect that I have found is if you give it, you tend to get it back. I agree With completely. people that are rational uh, and clear-minded uh, and top-of-mind thinking. And let's let's get to a really difficult one in post twenty twenty uh, America. Mm -hmm. Courage, courage. Uh, you not have always not always found and not always exhibited. Courage. I I, I couldn't agree more, and I think it's harder these days yeah. because again, again, fear of shame and blame. If you do something, you're taking a chance. You're taking a risk, even if it's the right thing to do. The interim result could be a short-term failure. Yeah. And I, th I think that people run away from that just as fast as they can. Most people. So where do our next generation of leaders come from unless we can reward courage again? And um, quote from Henry Kissinger. Mm -hmm. He says, a leader does not deserve the name unless he is willing occasionally to stand alone. And I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's, I re I think that's really strong. I would agree with that. And I would agree that, you know, sometimes, I mean, being a leader in and of itself, you're going to be alone on a lot of things. I, I've often heard leaders and people like, I came up when I was young uh, in the uh, corrections and prison industry, and then I went into municipal finance sure. on Wall Street. And each one thing that was common in terms of leaders is oftentimes, you know, they were alone and by themselves and had to make decisions. Sure. Kind of more or less uh, in that vernacular of not, you know, there, there was just no. Uh, place to go and collaborate with anybody because you were the decision maker and you were the leader and oftentimes you did it you know alone I'm going to try out something that I didn't put in my notes Art. a leader in 2023 you have to articulate your vision and then say this is the best case scenario there may be some obstacles along the way if something goes wrong, we will readjust our position and move forward. Mm -hmm. You will Brain still get six A. You will still get to your goal faster, and and with more power. But you've with it's 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 a it's a tightrope to walk, isn't it? Mark? It really is. It really is. It's a it's a it's a tightrope, uh, and and there's a divide. You know, I, one of one of the metaphors that I use is. The, the it's a membrane. There's a membrane between, in in my mind, you know, and, and you know, I, I can only speak to myself and the way I think. 
there's a membrane, uh, a thin membrane between love and hate. Oh, uh, it's the flip sides of the same coin. Exactly. And so, so you know, you have to think of, of, of a lot of, of this as being, like you said, you know, uh, you take the coin, you flip it over, and you flip it back over again. A lot of life, a lot of life is gray, and and we don't always have perfect solutions. Yes. But if we take a really good plan and work it hard, we're we're gonna we're gonna be successful more often. And this that's how that's where our next generation of leaders is gonna come from. Exactly. And the sec and the next one is success breeds success. Uh, now I agree with that, and you know. Uh, you know, what is my favorite word, Ron? Progress. Momentum. 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 Mine is progress. Momentum. Mine is progress. Absolutely. So, so you, 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 you brought me back to my word again, and that's momentum, uh, meaning what you just said, success uh, breeds success. And what uh, you read. When you do all those things, you create loyalty. Exactly. When, when leaders stick with the team until the job is done, people will stick with you through some of the some of the challenges yeah and then the last is as always is value added to others value add value add is the, it's it's the it's the secret sauce it, it, it really is and, and and it's applicable in and and uh, a lot of the things that we do and say and the the ingredient that helps you know breed success um, and when you start getting some important people to follow you, ask them if you can name drop them. Yeah, yeah uh, that's certainly be, because, because if um, John Maxwell, um, I'm trying, wasn't John Maxwell? I someone else. I spoke to uh, Jack Canfield a couple of years. Okay, ago. okay. I, I never thought I'd get a chance to speak to him. And, amazing, and, amazing, and, and once amazing, he, an amazing once, human being. And once I could say, Jack that's Canfield amazing. asked me to teach this course. Wow. Uh, that opened up some doors for me. That, 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 that course, I got to tell you, I, I, you know, I, and, I'm, I, and I'm not uh, exaggerating. That course that you talked to me on success changed my life. Changed a lot of the way I, I think. Uh, and it also changed my disposition and approach to success. I, I think we changed a couple lives through that yeah. course. Right? Yeah, and that, that, that did my heart a lot of good during yeah. COVID. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, famous quote from Dean Smith. Uh, uh, yeah, the coach Dean Smith. The coach Dean mm -hmm. Smith, uh, 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 who I always said was the only man who could hold Michael Jordan at twenty points a game, <laughs> <laughs> because he'd sit him down. But uh, it, it, it's he built he built up Michael's character. Michael Michael had some challenges, yeah. but um, he became one of the greatest basketball. We all need help. We all we, we all story. need help, and you know sometimes. Uh, the help that we get, we don't recognize it while we get. People, people go from being a one to a three, a three to a five, mm -hmm. a seven to a nine, yeah. and then a nine to a ten. Mm -hmm. All of you will not get all the way there. Yes. But getting most of the way there makes you a better leader than almost everybody else. That's right. Are you ready for the quiz art? Yes. Uh, quiz me and uh, set me uh, on a higher plane. Sir. Zero to four. Okay. People are naturally drawn to me and often want to do things with me just to spend time with me. Uh, it's certainly not a four, because not everybody wants to spend time with me, but uh, some, quite a few people do. And I just got a call from one of my uh, good friends, and uh, 
Jesus called, so wanted to talk to me. He couldn't. He's in North Carolina. He couldn't be here, but he wanted to talk to me and wanted to talk to me about some of the things that I'm doing. And you know, it, so it, it makes you feel good when people want to. I'll, I'll get off the phone. I'll, I'll get off the phone. My wife will say, "Oh, John needed a little bit of Ron, didn't he?" And yeah. it's, it's, uh, yes, he did. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a three for that one. Okay, okay. three is three is a good one on that. I go out of my way to show respect and loyalty to the people I lead. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I do I do all that I can to be respectful. And I, one of my one of my mantras is, my name is Arthur, but I am not the Arthur of confusion. Mm. So you know, I try not to you know do anything that would be confusing, and also to give give as. Sometimes I give more respect than I get, so yes, of course. Um, we will change your middle initial to B and call you Arthur B. Aware from, from here on forward. <laughs> I make courageous decisions and take personal risks that could benefit my followers, even if there's no benefit to me. Yeah, the last person I think about is me. You know, I'm always trying to put uh, the organization, the mission, and the people that are looking uh, to me first. Yep. So um, we're gonna we're gonna summarize everything yeah, quickly and get out of here. The twenty-five. Yep. Um, ask your employees, followers, um, how you're doing as a leader, and don't ask for a number, but get a general impression. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to rate yourself from one to ten on how you're doing as a leader, and that will I, give I, us. I, I'd be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm the first person to say I, I know I need need growth absolutely and I'm trying to keep growing uh, in that area and I'm trying one of the reasons that we're doing this book is to uh, raise doing this is both of us up so, so that we can you of know course. get more of this content in our mind spirit we're, soul and body to be better service we're, we're immersing ourselves by reading the book and talking through the theory exactly exactly and um, then what we need to do is do something courageous next week we need, we need to write down something we've been wanting to do, but we've been scared to do. I started journaling. I love journaling. I've not journaled hardly ever. Sure. And uh, it's, you know, after taking a writing course recently, yep. it's helped me to stay kind of in tune with some of the things that I learned and, 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 and practiced in writing. So, you know, that's my jumping off point in terms I, of doing I hope. something more courageous and I, I hope everybody uh, takes advantage of those free worksheets that I offered um, at the beginning of the uh, podcast today. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Art, and Art, this is the Growth Mindset Growth Guru Mind Podcast. Growth Mindset Guru, that would be the voice of Ron, uh, Reverend Ron Hunt. I'm uh, Pastor Art Ware, and PowerWise Thinking is how you can uh, find and locate me on any place where podcasts are recorded and replayed.